ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ride. And uh, these are uh, a formal task is to start. So uh, if you'd all stand, driving the Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And let me begin by welcoming Linda Silverman. Uh, she is a potential candidate for the Bacon uh, Ashburn position on COA. And uh, we invited her to sit in and listen to what goes on. Uh, we do have a forum uh, uh, present are myself, uh, Nancy Barwick. Mike Wilkins and Tony Pasol. So, those who are uh, not available, uh, not present, uh, represent Blue Ridge, Kathy Winters, uh, Sandy Maher, Phyllis, and uh, Kim Price, uh, Sterling, and Julian uh, Iqbal, who is inactive. So, we can begin. Uh, first, we, we start with service agency reports uh, we have modified our format we used to wait until the end for service agency and guest speakers but uh give you the opportunity to fashion your day a little bit more comfortably so welcome thank you and and thank you for that yeah, that assessment right after <laughs> <laughs> i'm always grateful so this is uh, rochelle ferguson who is uh, with the department of Family services <laughs> And uh, monthly, uh, they issue uh, a series of reports on the number of cases that have been reported. So, with that intro, take it away. <laughs> Let's see, year to date. And I'm sorry, I forgot my paper, so thank you for technology. Right? <laughs> so, Jim Barger, I think. For June, we had 40. Thank you. 43 total cases that were ongoing. We had 42 invalid, 49 ongoing. The 43 was for the news. So I apologize. And then we had 79 different types of reporters. Uh, and uh, the number that have been resolved. <coughs> The month of June. Let me see if that is on here. One second. I know it's on my other reports. So I will try to get that. Welcome, world traveler. Excuse me, made it. Full bolted coffee. Excuse me, interruption. I think I'm scooting over to the right one. Question. Ask a question. Yes. And I just probably misheard. Did you say that there were 43 new cases and 42 were invalid? No, 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 no. Okay. Let like, me what? go back the other way. I am operating <laughs> off my phone. So hang on. I believe it was 43 that were new. Let's see. And I apologize for this. Would you like uh, to read from a copy? 
That would be so <laughs> Yeah, I can always send you another. Oh my gosh. Oh, that is too much. Okay. I see that top category is, is unfounded. Well, there was, there was, yeah, there was 43, but that's year to date total. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. So there was only eight for June. I understand. Yeah, the 43, that was. That was for the total year. For the total year. And then what was the other question? Well, it sounded like you said 43 new, and then it sounded like you said 42 invalid but i just probably misheard but ongoing ongoing okay ongoing was the 42 okay. so they were they were carried over from different months oh, okay Perfect. but they have to be counted as part of the total because we're still working them in june no no that's fine okay I that's really <laughs> no. i'm like going you just had one no 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 <laughs> yes i'm gonna give this back to you if there's okay, no that, that, like that. <laughs> yes Thank you so much for sharing. Absolutely. <laughs> is there anything significant? I know we see these numbers all the time. Anything one way or the other, any kind of trends? Or the, trend, the trend that's always, and we talked about this last time, the trend it, it, for, I think, almost all APSs, and this is always spoken about in training, is self-neglect. Mm -hmm. Predominantly, it's, it's, it's self-neglect. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. when you say trend, you're saying it's trending upward as the percentage of total number of cases. It, yeah, and then that's like across, that's across the board. Right. And and if someone has capacity, they have the right to self you know, their their standard may not be our standard, right? So I guess the question would be what's the trend overall total number of cases and then versus what you just said, self-neglect. Is that also increasing as well as the number of cases, or it no, it normally does? Self neglect normally does, you know, rise. And and again, that's in every APS training that we take. That's normally what we hear from everybody else as well. My apologies, I had statistics for this. So. <laughs> <laughs> but so, what about the total number of cases? Is that also rising? If this year it did. It did. It did. It did. But now I'd have to go back and look. No, no, that's okay. October was, um, I think it was September and October were really high months. Part of, part of this 2022. They were really high months. We just really couldn't wrap our head around the reasoning. What was happening, but those those two months really were were pretty. Hard. If you go back and look at those enforcers, can I get you to sign that? Thank you. Lori, thank you for joining us. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, Lori Sall is case manager, all their resources. And I'll let you just define what you want to talk about. Sure. So, again, thank you for the opportunity to present this morning. I thought the best way to share with you what I do um, is to give you a case example. 
So please bear with me. Um, over two years that I, my first introduction was it, with this client was in August of 2018, after I received a call from the building manager that she, and that's what she said, was requesting assistance to needed help in completing a housing application. The client was extremely hard of hearing. She had macular degeneration to the point that she barely could see at all. Um, she lived alone. She ambulated in her home with a cane um, when she felt there was a need, but she has had several falls and she really was at high risk of falling. Um, I could not directly communicate with her because she would never answer the phone. A, she couldn't hear, and B, she couldn't see. So every time I needed to schedule an appointment with her, it always had to be with the building manager. So eventually we got an appointment set. And in talking with Jean, I learned that she had no children and very little connection with her neighbors. She was socially isolated. She had no interest at all in participating in any building activity. And she had a woman in the building to assist her with her errands and take it to needed medical appointments. But their relationship was extremely tenuous. And Jean had a history of being extremely demanding. She was unpleasant to be around. And she only accepted perfection from anybody who was sitting near her. So at, after my initial meeting, I was led in by the manager because she doesn't answer the door. Um, I walked in, the temperature in her apartment was probably about 85 degrees, which was totally inappropriate for the weather at the time. I was with Jean for three hours on my initial meeting to assist her with completing paperwork and assessing her needs. In talking with her, I learned that she had a goddaughter in New York they were not blood related. This woman was appointed her goddaughter by her mother's friend who said she would help Jean when she got older. But she was an attorney. Um, but Jean hadn't spoken with her for over 10 years. Um, and she did want to connect. Jean did not want to connect with the goddaughter at all. She said she's not going to help me at all. Um, so, you know, the three hours go on. I'm trying to figure out how I can help her. At the end of my meeting, that first meeting, I felt we had developed a good relationship and really recognized that she needed some more assistance. I couldn't just, you know, say, see ya after three hours. I had to put some services in place. And I really felt it was important that I need to try to establish a contact with the goddaughter in New York. Um, and Jean was aware, and she gave me permission to make that contact at the time. When I called the goddaughter, introduced who I was, et cetera, et cetera, she agreed to drive down to New York to see Jean because she hadn't seen her for years. And we set up a time to meet, and I was present for that meeting, and things went well. After a couple of hours at that meeting, I left, and they decided that the goddaughter was going to come back at another time and take Jean to go look for some assistive living facilities because it was becoming very challenging for me to remain in her apartment. Unbeknownst to me, following that second visit, um, the, the goddaughter, the attorney, would not, she wouldn't respond to any of my phone calls, any of my texts, any of my emails for over a year and a half. She was non-existent in the world. I later learned that Jean was verbally abusive to the goddaughter and declined any offers of assistance. So, <clears throat> over the course of two years, I met with Jean bi-monthly in her home 
Each visit was over two hours in length because Jean, she could not be rushed. She was close to 90, um, and she had always several issues that needed addressing. I had made referrals to Adult Protective Services for safety concerns. Um, I attended all those meetings as Jean had requested. And then, you know, we, we kind of got through it. And then, as we all know, COVID hit. So once home visits were limited initially because of COVID, um, I arranged for a Zoom meeting with myself and Jean and the building manager, who at that time was really Jean's support person. This woman in, in the building was absolutely amazing. Um, I helped arrange to get numerous services in the home, but each agency that was brought into the home, Jean rejected for one reason or another. She didn't like them, she was dissatisfied, they sat on the couch, they stole her money. At one point, we had to call the police, they did an investigation, and it was becoming clearer that Jean was becoming, um, exhibiting some paranoid behavior, there was confusion, but she was determined she wasn't leaving the home, and that was her choice. Um, I attempted to schedule Jean with medical appointments. I set her up with adult services, who very kindly took Jean to numerous medical appointments, despite not, uh, I would say, despite an abusive relationship by Jean with, with the woman. Um, this phenomenal lady put up with her for over six months, and at one point, adult services said to me, Lori, we can't take Jean anymore. She's not safe. She kind of carries on out in the parking lot, and it's just not a pretty picture. So they were not providing transportation anymore. Um, as Jean's health continued to decline, she had requested at one point that her goddaughter no longer be her power of attorney for health care, and Jean only wanted to be placed on a nursing home waitlist. In 2020, her health really started to decline, and one of the women in the building who was assisting her had developed COVID, and unfortunately, Jean contracted COVID from birth. And it was apparent that she needed to go to the, to the emergency room. Um, conversation with the, um, the hospital discharge planner, I had to let them know that Jean had this power of attorney, you know, even though we haven't heard from her for almost two years, and they successfully reached out to her. Um, I also had reached out to her, connected with the power of attorney over the weekend, because Jean at that point had no clothes. She had none of her things, her glasses, her hearing aids, um, and we had her arrange for keys to get into the apartment. And eventually the power of attorney came back to Virginia, got all of Jean's things. She was transferred from the hospital to the rehab facility and then from the rehab facility to hospice. Um, once Jean entered hospice, she died basically a week later. Mm. Um, I can tell you that over the course of two years, I put in over 160 hours of case management. Um, she was a phenomenal lady. I learned a lot from her, but it just this is just one small example and really just a snippet of what my relationship with Jean was like, um, providing case management to her. So, um, Is there a round of applause? Oh, yes. No, 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 no. no I, I absolutely love what I do, but it's overwhelming. So as the case manager for the area agency, I need to be the only one that can cover all of the county. And I don't have to tell you how big Loudoun County is, and I've learned that because I'm not from this area, and I drive 
in areas I have I have said to many people that if I didn't have my phone and I got lost, nobody would find me. <laughs> I, I am driving down roads that are busy roads. Um, on an average, I connect with over 600 caregivers a year, and that's just the folks who care for their loved ones who have a cognitive impairment. So I do home visits, phone calls, Zoom meetings. Um, I connect with all of the senior centers here in Ashburn, excuse me, here in Rowan County, and of course now we have five senior centers. Um, I do that bi-monthly for four hours at a time, meeting with clients there. And you have to remember, even though the senior centers are, is a place for folks who are independent, there's a lot of folks at the senior centers who come with cognitive issues, um, we have language barriers, we have people who don't understand what they get in the mail, they're getting billed for things maybe they should get billed for, they don't understand their insurance. So we cover areas of Medicare, Medicaid, transportation, housing, um, caregiver concerns, family issues, you name it. Anything that there is an issue for, I will often hear about it and try to assist. Um, I also do, I co-facilitate the monthly caregiver support group. Um, I initiated and co-facilitate a uh, support group for persons living with a diagnosis. So those folks who have an early sleep diagnosis, I run a Zoom support group meeting for them. Um, I also facilitate our Share for Dementia program, which consists of five to six um, weekly two-hour sessions in their home for their partner and the person living with a diagnosis to talk about what the journey of dementia is like and who's going to assist them in the process moving forward. And I shared with you a few months ago that I am starting a new group for persons living with a diagnosis um, with early and moderate stage dementia, which is our hand chime rhythm group. And we are moving forward and it starts September 13th. So, um, I really want to thank you for the opportunity, just so you can hear a little bit about what I do. Um, I do have brochures that talk a little bit more about how case management is run, and I would be happy to answer any questions. We are updating these brochures mm -hmm. to reflect all the new programs Lori has added on. So we'll bring you new ones once we get them done as well. Leslie sent out uh, flyers for. Are those little devices that are represented? Are they so are they actually the chime that you see? Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't bring one, but that is truly what they look like. Yeah. And so, picture. <laughs> so they're not bells; they're hand chimes because yeah. it's easier to strike a note. Uh -huh. So I want you to picture. Um, Picture like a row of people, right? And then another that are sitting down, and then another row of people behind them. So typically the person sitting down might be the person with the diagnosis, and then the person behind them is their care partner. So everybody gets a point time, everybody gets to participate, and we have a keyboardist with our music, and we we create this beautiful sound. So perhaps our song might be America the Beautiful or Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Um, it is amazing. And I, some of you might have saw the snippet of the clip that I had sent you a few months ago. But the beauty and the power of the Hand Chime Group 
is that people feel successful and they feel part of something when the whole world has absolutely changed. And so I am very passionate about this group. It's, it's going to be a phenomenal group. And we've gotten already from the community offers to perform. We don't have the group going yet. <laughs> It's, it's, you know, we're getting people's attention. So um, once we get started, we will certainly invite you all to a performance. And the wrong, that's the time we meet, though, the second Tuesday. I know, but we're right. going to be here starting oh. in the new year. Oh, okay. so, it's hard to get a, a big room yeah. here or any room here. Oh, good. And, good. And, and by then, we'll have a few practices under our belt. So mm -hmm. we'll be ready for an audience by then. Absolutely. So if you know of anybody that's interested, send them Gloria's yes, way. She can talk to them, see if they might work out for it's a new venture a new for us, and we figure let's give it a shot, see what we can do. And, and where do you practice all your Yeah, for the fall. Right. We're starting it there because we there was no room availability here, but then we'll be moving it here to our big room. Right. Over there. And it's no charge, which is you know incredible. We just want people to come. Free is good. Yeah. Um, Could I just say one thing? I contacted Gloria three weeks ago. <laughs> um, have a neighbor who's really in, in one of these situations that is probably fairly typical. Stroke, uh, in the hospital for a long period of time, been to rehab, and he's the days are gone. He needs to go home. And the preparation for that is immensive. Person who needs a lot of ADLs, the <laughs> transferring, toileting, bathing, etc. And um, I talked with this neighbor and I said, Are you aware of uh, the case management? And, and she she was just she said, I feel so wrong. I don't know where to turn and I don't know who to call. And she had been working, her husband happened to be in the service, so she was working with the, what is it, um, West Virginia VA, et cetera. So I called Lori and I said, can you give me a few hints here to help her? And within 10 minutes, Lori said, well, do they have a uh, conference set up with the team at the rehab? including the family and what has happened, what's been done, progress made, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, does she know about the VA connection here in Loudoun County? No, she had no idea. So I wrote down and the care uh, giver support groups, et cetera. And so I typed this out for my, my neighbor and it was just like, oh my gosh, there is help out there and I can make it, it was somehow. <laughs> so I, I just wanted to make Lori. It's so efficient and uh, building a lot of good pieces. So, Lori, you're obviously overwhelmed. Uh, when the, uh, you're up to the top and you get one more, what happens to the one more? You just keep going. You just keep going. So, what, what I've noticed is that, you know, follow up is so important. And I think Michelle can speak to that. Michelle and I have worked on some joint cases through adult protective services and adult services. Um, and you can't just open up a case. I mean, there's so much follow-up that goes on with the, the professional, with the family, with the client. And 
you know, I, I literally know sooner on many, many days here when I'm not doing a home visit, I will put the phone down trying to get to A, B, and C that I need to for that days, and the phone rings again with, you know, somebody else who has a laundry list of issues. Pretty involved, you know, and, and, and you try not to take it home. No, but I do. You, you do worry about people, the people who have no place to live because there's no housing here in the county for, you know, and that's a whole other issue. But, you know. Laura, you said you were the only case manager yeah. in the area of 18 South. Right. And uh, we all know of the population in Loudoun County is increasing. And the percentage of elderly folks in that population is increasing. So I, I, I turn to our representative. Is there any case for having another case manager? Yes. Funny <laughs> you should ask. <laughs> um, yeah. No, actually, the timing worked out very nicely because I had mentioned to Lori early in the year, let's get you into COA. Um, and since that happened, the timing worked out perfectly because now is the time of year when we put in <coughs> enhancements, they're called, or more positions. Um, so I have been talking with Steve Corky um, and Deborah Williams, our interim director, um, about adding case management positions because there are so many more people that we could be helping and Lori's cases just keep growing and growing and growing. Yeah. And I keep saying, you cannot do this at night or on the weekends. You have to stop. And if we have to have a wait list, which she doesn't want, nobody wants to do that. She wants to help everybody. But um, so we are in very, very beginning stages of requesting more staff, which would help immensely um, in any capacity. But um, it's a long process with Even administrative support. Yes. Yes, so that's exactly right, Rich. We're going to request another case manager. Several would be great, yeah. but um, and also just a, even a support person to help with the follow-up calls or um, the administrative work that she does is overwhelming. Um, so we would love for your help and advocacy once we get to that point. Um, we're, I'm just submitting my the beginning paperwork for requesting further staff, and I'm not sure what at what step that we could use a COA's help, but I know there is one. Contacting our supervisor. Let us know when the timing is right. All right. Well, it's it's soon because I I am definitely turning in my paperwork. In the next week or so. Okay. Um, and I don't know when it initially gets brought up to the board fairly quickly because I know Steve requested it quickly. Um, so we will welcome any help you can give us. Okay. Um, that would be a wonderful yeah. thing to see. Poor Laureate, we're trying to, even the little staff that we have, trying to support her in any way we can. And um, part of what Lori does, the hand chime group and um, is not part of what she's required to do, but it gives her some balance with enjoyment and yeah. the hard, intensive work. Yeah. And I really try to encourage her to balance out something that brings her joy. Because the case management part, as Rochelle knows, can be very challenging and not always 
happy and mm. you know so this kind of balances it out but i keep telling Lori, you're going to have to say no to things at some point because you can only do so much Lori is phenomenal we've worked some pretty difficult cases that <clears throat> she was even willing to take my calls about them on weekends and late at night and Walked me through a lot of stuff because Laurie was here before I joined Loudon and was, I believe, on that case that you just talked about. Um, with you worked Jim. for a while. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it, I would love to to have two more Laurie's. <laughs> that that would be amazing because yeah, I can understand that your caseload is phenomenal and. I mean, you even ran out and got food for one of our clients that missed their food delivery. I mean, it was, it's, it's amazing to work with you. And I would, I mean, it would, I would speak on her behalf or the, the caseload behalf because if Laurie could train two more people like her, I mean, because it helps us because we all work right. in tandem, right? We all work with these, these, these supportive networks for the citizens here in Loudoun. So it's it's just really good to have that support, you know, like with COA, with, you know, AAA, and, and it's this beautiful run machine that we're all working together to help those in the community. So, you know, I got you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye, Rochelle. She's gotten calls from um, family services to assist with homeless persons, uh, which is different. That's, that's a new, new avenue for us. And they actually have a unit at family services that works with homeless. But it was such a complex case that they asked Lori to intervene. Um, and she's gotten many calls as such that are just more complex than they can you know, they're able to work with and they ask for his assistance. Um, we would really benefit from having numerous lorries, which yeah. we will keep you posted, but we'll welcome any help and advocacy you can do on our behalf to get more people in place would be great. I would love it. You know, and Lori, the funny thing is, Lori was the first person that I hired from afar. Um, usually people are somewhat local, but 
we saw her resume and took a chance and I always Wisconsin. From Wisconsin, she was hired, and we thought, "Oh, I hope this works out." And boy, did it ever! So, yeah. How long have you been in the area? Four years. So on um, June fourteenth was my fourth. Sorry, I am I am blessed to be here. I I it. It was meant to be. Moving from Wisconsin to Virginia, finding this phenomenal position with phenomenal staff to work with. Yeah, yeah. Well, very we want to make sure that you don't change your mind. Oh. <laughs> have no plans to do that. No plans to do that. So we're trying to keep her from burning out or yeah. going over the edge because it's a very easy occupation to get burned out very quickly. Become overwhelmed very quickly. And we're working hard to get her more support and help. I can't, can't thank you enough. Yeah. I, I'm in the uh, home delivered meals sure. program, and I see, you know, I'm just my 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 little ten people. Or so many have so many special needs, uh, and uh, you know, people don't think of the Long County, very rich county, and uh, can't be other problems, but it's there. No. Uh, and I just can't thank you enough. So anything we can do. Thank you. 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 Position to the COA. So, welcome. And you. You recently arrived from Florida. Yeah, this is home for us. We were in Florida for 18 years, came back. Um, I am a doctor of behavioral medicine, and I've been a PO, and I've done case management, and I've, anyway, so I've done everything. Um, but I am pretty passionate about this now that I've Especially now that I've entered the senior world, I'm definitely, you know, uh, an advocate for all this. I, uh, I totally feel you. I know the burnout in, in the field is just is just awful, but we keep coming back for more because it's our passion, right? Um, uh, previously, I was on the board of directors for Central Florida Transportation Authority. I was the representative of three counties for the senior needs. Um, did a lot of case management, believe it or not, too, just by doing that. And um, I have a practice here, I had it in Florida, where I actually hone in on people that have pain issues, chronic illness, acute illness, um, life transitions. And I seem to have gravitated, once again, because I'm in that category, um, to work with the senior population. Um, I run a, in Ashburn at the, community, at the uh, senior center. I do a meditation class a couple of times a week. I do uh, learning, um, what they call it, lunch and, lunch and learning or something. I've done stress management for seniors' goal setting, uh, nutrition, addiction awareness, those kind of things. So I, I'm really into this now. I mean, it's taken a long career. You, you, home, you kind of find your little niche eventually. I've had a lot of specialization. Um, so um, I'm thrilled to be here. I... Uh, I'm used to volunteering, I'm used to being, I'm used to this kind of interaction, and I love it. 
if I can, if I can give some direction, if I can help, you know, not only helps, it helps me, it helps my friends, helps my, you know, it's, it's, we, we, and we get a lot of, when we help people in any capacity, we get a lot of, what's the word, um, gratification, gratification, gratification. and you know, um, and I, and I hear what you're saying about the needs, you know, um, coming back here, Loudoun County has grown since we left. Um, and the needs are phenomenal. When you think about the older population now, I mean, um, especially let's say baby boomers who are now getting older, my God, you know, if people, the population is growing, the needs, and you're right, you know, just because it's allegedly a, a rich county, doesn't really matter, you know, you see the same dysfunction everywhere. So I'm just glad to be here. I'm loving what I'm hearing so far, and I feel like I'm going to jump in. Oh, but anyway, I'll do your virtual case manager. Yeah, we got that. We can't do that. Well, I want to do that. So, anyways, where are you in your process? A process of what? Do you want to be a member? Well, here's the, here's the issue that we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't live in it. Oh. I have an office in the terminal. Oh, I thought you lived in it. No. Okay. Debbie knows that. Um, you know, I don't know what, if that makes, you know, is there any way to get involved here? Doing that if I don't live in Asheville. Um, yeah, we have uh, another uh, individual who attends our meetings, uh, has attended the last several, as a matter of fact, mm -hmm. and ex officio <laughs> is, is an appropriate term. Uh, so you're certainly welcome to attend meetings and uh, uh, contact other members of the area agency on aging. We just have to make sure that there is no conflict of interest between what you do with us, for us, or about us. Uh, I have to pursue that specific question with this other individual and got clarification. So that that is a clarification. What do you mean? Uh, conflict of interest? For what? Uh, is your practice going to benefit from information that you receive here? You mean, will I grow, get more clients? Is that what you're saying? Um, and the yeah. knowledge about available resources. Oh, uh, uh, that, that, that is to our benefit. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and only you can answer that question. So I'm I'm not yeah. going to quiz you. No, no, no. It, it, was, it was asked of me, you know, at the senior center, actually, when I talked to the directors, and they were like, you know, we know you do a lot of this stuff, you know, are you going to recruit? I'm like, no. You know, I mean, that's yeah. not my objective, yeah. so I, okay. I, you're, you're I yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the same issues that we deal with, uh, same restrictions on conflict of interest that exist here in the uh, Commission on Aging don't necessarily exist at the Ashburn <laughs> Senior Center. So, uh, no, uh, that, that's no. Um, what brings you to uh, top driver?
we're, we're postal friendly. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say that just whatever you think I can be of use to you, in some way, it's like. Are you interested in being on? Okay, so so again, let me ask, re-ask the question. Where are you in that process? You said that you don't you live in the district. You have to live in the district. I, I hooked up with Debbie, De Debbie District Manager, you guys, that's where, and, um, oh, right, okay, right. yeah, and, um, you know, it was suggested about being involved in our phone, it was in five I don't know. I guess she didn't know I didn't really know. I mean, she was my best. I don't know. Where do you? Where do I live? I'm in the Cascades. Okay. Okay. You know, Rich, I, that's I think we need to go back and check the, um, the, the firm operating. Access the paratransit system in, in the DC uh, area. Is that going to be uh, branching out to Loudoun County because of the Silver Line? Do you guys know anything? Uh, not, uh, there is a separate transit capability for uh, handicapped here in Loudoun County. 
Oh, but yeah, but I mean like the larger, you know, like people who want to go from Loudoun to Fairfax County, they're just across the border, they can't do that on the Loudoun Transit. Okay. So there, there, are, there are some uh, Loudoun routes that go in into really oh. again it's a numbers of people yeah. working there yeah, yeah. yeah. And, oh, yeah. and they, they get requests and, oh. and, if, yeah. and they try to combine trips if they yeah. can yeah. But, yeah i mean that's uh, always a personal truth be told the loud one is a lot better than metro access is it more reliable metro access is a nightmare yeah it's not good and uh we even provide we loud county even provides Transportation out to the West Virginia Medical Center for the veterans. Really? Yeah. So. Oh, better not being part of the trial. Yeah, yeah. I make a motion we approve the minutes. Second. All in favor? Are all opposed? There being none. Sorry. There being none. Um, so we have uh, five, zero, Stanley. and. Uh, Unless we put that, I believe, in a separate number. Five, zero, three. three. Mm -hmm. Good. Thank you. Uh, chairman's report. Uh, several updates. Um, I, I hope all of you get a copy of the virtual Center for Active Adults. I mentioned this at our last meeting. Uh, they're now publishing a full July, a full monthly schedule as opposed to weekly schedule. And there's some very interesting topics about to beat off the bone. Uh, a, uh, Chef, Chef Chris Bone from the Woodbridge Senior Center demonstrates how to make crab cakes. And we missed it, it was earlier in the month. Hula dancers uh, from the Burke West Springfield Senior Center with that walls. Uh, Perform traditional Hawaiian dances. I have poetry. Uh, yeah, my wife and I retired Navy. I, we lived out there for nine years, so I'm very mm. tuned to that stuff. Financial caregivers. Um, trivia, uh, unfilled trivia challenge. And many of these are, well, they're all online. Uh, and this is your opportunity to train for flying or jumping. Uh, Zumba Gold, a lower intensity version of Zumba. So Tai Chi, uh, sorting facts from fiction online, uh, and they even have uh, a computer class in Mandarin. So uh, my goodness. So, uh, is there a website? Uh, yeah, there, there it is. Yeah, uh, and uh, I'll be glad to pass this around. Yes. Rich, we are um, Leslie Katz is working with them. Get loud in to become part of the oh, yeah. center. Yeah. That's in progress, and we'll yeah. be adding some yeah. of our stuff. Yeah, which so right now, the we're part of the Northern Virginia Aging Network and Van, which I'll discuss a little bit. But uh, so the counties of Arlington, Fairfax, Prince William, and County Vienna, uh, so Loudon is also in that grouping, but we're not. Yet a participant from last year, Leslie is working to uh, improve. And this is so vital that we get this to our information to supervisors for them to to publish to constituents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll pass that around so you can take a look at it. 
uh, aging in place. And Tricia is uh, working with the program to see how we can get information. There was a presentation that was given down in the Tidewater area, 250 miles away. They weren't giving it online, but it had to be in, in person and it was for caregivers uh, uh, and uh, to assist them, uh, our facilitators to help people age in place covering the subjects of housing, health and wellness, transportation, personal finance, connection, and growth. So thank you for, for all of you in there. Did, I, did anyone go through that? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, my pride and I have made ourselves this year. We'd like to just got back Sunday from our RV people that I'm leaving tomorrow for a conference in Pittsburgh. Mm. That, uh, we're, we're down the road again. Yeah, and then uh, down to uh, at the end of the month, down to New Orleans to visit our new grandson again. So, uh, love, love. Retiring is a good thing. Uh, but uh, the next pendant meeting is on uh, July 19th. And there's going to be a presentation by an organization called Generations United. Uh, some statistics in the little pendant came with that uh, invitation to the meeting. It says that two and three Americans would like to spend more time with people outside their group. So, 92% of Americans believe intergenerational activities can help reduce loneliness. Eight million children live in households headed by grandparents or other relatives. Uh, so information and news articles are available at Ready to copy down this extensive website address, gu.org. <laughs> uh, never seen the easiest website to remember. And this organization also appeared before the Senate Committee on Aging, so it's a, a valid organization. And uh, uh, the, so the meeting is on July 19th. It's a virtual meeting. Anybody can attend. Send you information if you'd like to. And, and I think that all members of the commission receive information. Uh, our uh, IFL committees uh, are working on OCAD. You are working on the budget issue of paid sick leave. Have you guys had any meetings yet? We all? have not this year. This is very unusual. Uh, one email yeah. with I guess this is an issue that has been looked into a lot in the past, and uh, there were just a couple of tweaks of the numbers to become more current, uh, and, and using uh, numbers that related to COVID. I, I suggested that they come up on that. That's been a real serious oh, yeah. uh, issue with staffing. So I think they're going to put in the same kind of uh, commentary that they did last year with some updates. And each fall, uh, the NBAN presents five budget issues and five legislative issues to our representatives 
enrichment. So, uh, uh, and so all these Northern Virginia counties, uh, we have had in the past, uh, the last couple of years, virtual meetings, but prior to that, there were breakfasts that were held at a country, Fairfax County Country Club, and all that was put together by a number of um, county area agencies. So, uh, she's not here today, but, uh, she's done great work for us. And there's, we also have that, I mentioned an ex-official member of the COA, uh, Keisha McDurphy, she's uh, signed up for two legislative items. Um, and uh, I've asked her, I'll email her and ask if there's anything else. Um, now, the NBAN, NBAN meeting includes an update from the B4A, uh, the AAA directors. Uh, it was an asked ever, she's planning on attending the NBAN meeting. Each uh, month, the, uh, these meetings are held every other month, and the county is tasked with chairing the meeting. Uh, Loudoun County is tasked with nominating uh, or uh, chairing the meeting in November. And I've had the practice. Uh, I have been the chair now for a year, almost two years, almost two years, and so uh, that chairing position has rolled around a couple of times and my position is limited to two years so at the beginning of the next calendar year I'll be out but uh, I, I can still be a member uh, sure. yeah, and uh, that uh, brings us to the next subject uh, nominating committee for next year's COA positions so we need a nominating committee. Normally, it's two people who are not planning on being named or running for or being elected to uh, one of the three positions that's chair, vice chair, Mike's vice chair, Mike is the secretary. So, uh, and those are the, the three positions. Uh, we probably have room for others if we decided to ignore them. One of them is a parliamentarian. And uh, it's far better not to know the rules. And fortunately, Jim Price, who's not here today, is, has a lot of experience and has periodically uh, reminded us of some of the rules. And that's, that's fine. I don't mind. Uh, I mean, I'm married, so how can I mind directly? <laughs> I don't mind, but it's pretty small. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so that is there. Is there anybody who is interested? Mike, are you interested in taking a position? I would like to take a position. Okay, yeah, so you can't be on the nominee, but Kathy, do you want to take a position on the? I, you know, okay. How about you, Nancy? No, would you like to be members of the nominated? Sure, Nancy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. And so we have. Um, uh, and so the uh, member that uh, uh, Tim Price is very active, as is Sammy, Sammy Bahur, although not here today, uh, she's from the Dulles South area, so uh, South Brighton. She is the longest serving member 
percent, right? Mm-hmm. There you go. Correct. So she uh, predates me. Uh, predates Sam. <laughs> That is something for you to And and Tony and uh, Mike are not limited in the duration of their positions. So ask them, please don't ask me. I'm anxious to, to sit back and in the chat, not never in the chat, but uh, be a contributor rather than uh, putting together my chairman notes. Uh, Before you leave, and then Rich, I have tried several times to get the entire COA board onto the mailing list. I, 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 I remember that. And I, I can't understand why. Yeah. I don't know the correct. I tried with Terry Lynch, and I don't know who else to go to. Yeah. Maybe you, as chair, would have more relationships. I know Mike's been yeah. interested. I'll forward on, first of all, the invitation here, and I don't know if you have. Uh, I try to do yeah. that. Yeah. You should all be on there. Yeah. Oh, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, and even since we've registered, I mean, I've attended mm -hmm. most of the meetings mm -hmm. and still don't get anything. So no. I don't know what it takes. I think it takes a sign-up sheet that, that, so. that was passed around during the, the preparation meetings. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but uh, those meetings have gone virtual. And while our county and many other counties are regulated uh, by, by statute on, on whether they virtual meetings are appropriate, NBAN is not an organization. NBAN. <laughs> is uh, not established uh, as a formal organization. It is a group of people who like to get together and discuss matters that are important to our aging community. And they've had a lot of influence on the legislature. We have, that's and, right. And I just think that's, that's where we should be. Oh yeah. We've got some tremendous leadership uh, in the NBAN organization. Jackie Woodruff is a uh, dynamic up lady, and David Broder, uh, with his position, uh, has been the, the leader. Uh, so, uh, and Terry, as you said, has uh, been a, a great communicator to a lot <laughs> So, Mask, so we're still talking about anything. Sure. Uh, has there been anything come back from all the decisions that were made the last week? reports and that's where we voted for the different areas of oh, over right. uh, the the list of areas has come back and a list of individuals assigned to support those agenda items has been published and I'll make sure that right. we get that to you. Okay. And right. that's that's how we found out that Kathy is um, covering one and uh Keisha is supporting a couple versions of that. And those are really interesting committees to be on because yeah. we learn from one another. Last year I was on the BICAP group and I learned so much about BICAP that everyone else was a professional and they were so helpful to me, yeah, yeah. but it really made a difference in, in my understanding. BICAP is, uh, is yeah. a 
uh, an organization that's actually headed by here an area agency on headed by Mike's wife, and it's to assist in Medicare decisions. Uh, they uh, assemble information, they research information, invite calls, and help people with uh, drug programs. Uh, maybe I should say. But it helps people with insurance yeah. selection yeah. Insurance to make a, a decision mm -hmm. that is uh, individualized to them and their needs yeah. and can oftentimes save a lot. Well, yeah. Yeah. And really, I just think that is great. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's very in depth. Um, Medicare analysis, analysis to um, determine the best and most cost-effective plan for each person. So they meet with them over the phone, virtually, in person, all sorts of ways with lots and lots of people during open enrollment during the fall and throughout the year um, for free. And, and they will confirm if your present healthcare provider is uh, in the network, so uh, you won't get surprised. Mm -hmm. So, and they don't, they don't, they're not representing any insurance company. Right. Yeah, right. That, that's correct. Yeah. A great program. What is it? NVM, NVM, what is the sample? Northern Virginia Aging Network. So we are on to COA member comments. How would you run that? Director's report first. Oh, director's report. I'll just throw out a few. I brought a few flyers for you. Some of these, well, most of these I've sent um, to email, but some are new. So this one is not new, but it's just a refresher. One of our adult day centers um, does this program, and I thought I'd just bring a copy for you to see. It's their in the park program that runs full December. And we just thought I'd make a copy yeah. so that you could see that. Um, the next one, well, let's do, this is a new one. This is our, from our caregiver series, and we have some new programs coming up. Um, this is headed by Leslie Katz. Which side you want? We'll you around with that. Yep, and this will be sent to you through email as well. Um, but those are some new programs coming up. And then lastly, we have a dementia care conference that we are um, a partner of in the fall. And we have both a flyer, we'll just tell you in, in a nutshell, um, the brochure we are not in because we joined it after the brochure was created, but um, we are a contributing partner to this conference. There we go. Oh, thank you. Um, they're not automatic, but our um, outreach, Erin Nesbitt, does send everything we have. She sends to her patients at each. And she will let but us know when they are. Uh, you know, let me rephrase. <laughs> yes, she automatically, when I send them to the COA, she sends them as well. Um, same time, but it can't hurt if you if there's anything you ever want to forward on again, can't hurt to remind them again. Um, she won't be notifying you each time she does it because she'll she just does it anytime you get one from Terry or the COA, 
she sends them to the Yeah, to her, well, to their aides. So she has, I'm yeah. having a little trouble getting them published. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's, you know, we can't make them, but it's whatever they choose to. It's so beautiful. Well, that's, I think, yeah, I think, yes. Yep, and that's, that's that for. And so, COA member, my love. Oh, okay, first. Uh, I just, real fast, uh, Kathy and I still need to get back together with the isolation issue, and before September, I'm sure we will. Okay. And uh, if we're interested in becoming also, what is this? What's the next step? If I, if I wanted to say as the vice chair, no, I mean, just talk to the nominee. I would like to uh, be considered for the vice chair. Can you pay all of them? Well, yeah, right. You know, that was kind of a hollow request. <laughs> watch your mailbox. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what Mike's point is. service and the adult protective service as far as other places I have worked or dealt with being in that in the field for many many years. Uh, wow we need several of this lady yeah. because oh, she's doing a fantastic <laughs> job. Boy, and she should so. be the supervisor of several people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing I forgot to I think we did mention but um, there are many different places in Loudoun County that may do some type of case management for a fee. Or, you know, you can pay a good amount and get a great person to manage your care, but um, there is no fee with this. So that's very helpful for people who don't have unlimited income, but, you know, or even minimal to be paying for assistance. Um, so everything that our services do, there is no fee, we're not selling anything. That is also a really good thing. The Lord of the services that Lydia mentioned in New York City, we are probably going to have to contract with an elder care coordinator who is wonderful, but it's $200 an hour. Mm -hmm. Very expensive. Yes. I like that this, and it should be available every night. to somebody else who may need just to find some kind of place to start in, in managing the policy. That's what I need. We can do that. Kind of 
don't really have anything else. I will be reading the code in a little. Um, I had a fun time last week and I took pictures at the 4th of July event at the Dallas uh, South Senior Center. And uh, I suggest if you don't go to senior centers uh, you know, regularly, at least go to some of the events. They're kind of neat. And I think they, they might charge you for lunch, but it should be anything. If you go as a commissioner. And then secondly, um, on a more serious note, I reached out to several people in the county about the situation with the And nobody would really respond back, even a friend of mine who normally just is an assistant administrator, which writes me right back. So my suggestion is if it changes, they'll call us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, what are we talking about? The, the redistricting. Thing. Really, oh, the way that the new yeah. redistricting. It doesn't affect any other. That it was going to affect me, but we got uh, we lobbied for my neighborhood lobby to stay in the Cochran district. Uh, we were going to be put in the Leesburg district, okay. uh, which would affect you, yeah. right? You're in Leesburg, and so they Leesburg would actually have two. Anyway, again, the suggestion is if if it changes, they'll call us. But uh, <laughs> right now, it's only potentially affected, but I may have to say before I can no, I don't know. <laughs> Never. No, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't think no. let it go. <laughs> That's it. Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, any other general comments? Uh, new business, I think. Yeah, number one, one last yeah. general comment. We all uh, getting the word out and you're doing you're doing a great job. That, you know, people say, well, what do I get? Our taxes are so high. What do I get? This is what you get, you know, and uh, we need to have it. You're doing it already with the, the, story, the stories in Loudon Times Mirror and all that. That was great. We just need to keep that up, I guess, to get the information. And, and we, it's our job, too, to get the word out to people, too. So, anyway, my last two cents. Sorry, Tony, to jump onto that, we do have um, some grant funds that were tied to the whole COVID relief acts that um, we are doing additional promotion and advertising in the newspapers and everywhere, uh, but primarily the newspapers because they're so expensive. Mm -hmm. But we have these funds that have to be used within a certain time frame, so we're taking them up on it and um, if you see in the newspaper big huge ads we're trying to get just the name and number of agency on aging here's our number call us for anything and then there will be a little blurb that has to do with if you need information on vaccines or covid because we're required to it has to be kind of tied to that um, so it's kind of a combined effort that we can Tell people, call the health department is where we're directing them because we're not the medical experts. But um, it also gets our name and number out there. And we've done quite a bit of advertising lately. Um, and we also just recently started a um, advertising ad for Lori's upcoming Hemshine group that I believe is a full page that um, has our name and number. So you might see some new advertising coming that typically we don't have the funds for, but this is use it or lose it kind of thing. So we're making what it. What newspaper do you 
Um, I believe this one was loud now. Loud in now. Loud in times now. Yeah. Yeah. Lori said she it came out because she had last week. I opened up the computer at home and said, "Oh, we should have put your picture." Then you really would have been surprised. So is this type of thing well, is it to be? No, that's what we did with her hand chimes. Oh, okay. Yeah, typically, normally we don't have the funding to, okay. to do all of our, because we have so many programs, but um, if we can relate it to social isolation, it's part yeah. of the whole COVID uh, relief. But also the storage. I mean, yes. like you featured the senior center. Yes, and we're doing program, that. that. Yep, I that's be, free. They, they can charge for that. Yes, and I believe that our group, which is Elder Resources, will be coming up for an article in the very near future. Mm -hmm. um, and Lori follows it in that team. You always slip phone numbers in. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we are making our way around the county. That's right. That's great. Oh, yes. Yeah, and we're trying to keep it very simple, not you know, like a whole page. Yeah, but, but it's too, you know, too much information. Mm -hmm. Name, number, call. And do you have funds that beyond that, which you are trying to figure out how to end? Well, we are open to suggestions. It all has to, there's parameters that they sent out, but the big amount has to do with like COVID relief, which we have other issues that we think could be like social isolation, but they can kind of, if we can tie them together, um, we can use the funding. So that's, that's where I'm kind of creatively wording things so that, you know, people are getting information on vaccine or you know, COVID relief. But look at this great program we have that will help with social isolation that may have stemmed from COVID. That's or, very valid. Right. A lot of information coming right. out of how much that has affected, especially older people. Right, right. You have to be extra careful in many cases. Yes, yes. But now can you participate? Right, in programs we have, such as the hand chime group, that may get people out of their houses that perhaps wouldn't have left their house before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's something. And a lot of activities that people used to be a part of have gone away. They ended because of COVID. And this, you need some substitutions, and that's what you're offering. Right. Right. So we're we're definitely open, Kathy, to ideas. Um, you know, just sometimes it depends on if we have the staff or manpower to do them. But um, we're always open to taking a look at. Mm -hmm. I have a question. Do you guys go to um, to all the over fifty-five apartments in other communities and present the services? Do you have an outreach? We do, but we only have one person, so they, they go everywhere they can. Just I did that, you I did that in Florida for the over 55 community. Yeah. To, well, basically the, the, um, the transportation factor, but if you go to all the places, there's like, you don't need, you could just go if you had someone mm -hmm. to go and do these things that you guys wouldn't have to. 
Yeah, because that's good advertising. Yeah, we do. Well, that's to a Deborah organization. Oh, really? Uh, she has yeah. community ambassadors. Oh, right. Here. And uh, I am also a community ambassador in addition to being here. And uh, the role is to work with the religious organizations or community organizations to distribute information as effectively as possible. Oh, right. And that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. We only have one staff person, but. We developed the community community ambassador program to help them. And of course, it depends on the type of community. Yeah. You only have one person's job that is, but other people also do outreach. Like, you know, Mary Lou will go, she gave a presentation to a local company uh, a couple of weeks ago. And also, I know that we. Cross uh, pollinate as it were. Right. Like if, right. If, there's a, if there's a an event somewhere that that person will also hand out. Yes. Yeah. So it's even though it's just one person. Yeah. Everybody in the AAA uh, helps get that. Yeah. Health fairs everywhere yeah. we can. Yeah. Any volunteers, anybody that can help us, right. we we take it. Yeah. And not every religious organization will accept an overture. And uh, Deb Bressler has a listing of all of the churches and who the pastor is and uh, points of contact. And some of it's somewhat outdated as Deb keeps trying to update it. But you do as best you can. And uh, um, so and I'll talk to you about the Cascades after. Um, any new business? Uh, old business, we talked about uh, what's going on with our work plan and our objectives and our work plan and transportation, uh, social, social isolation, uh, housing. housing, yeah, um, and we made a lot of progress in, in the housing area. The percentage uh, of low-cost housing um, has increased for developers, and now developers are uh, at least reported to be more interested in building in Loudoun County because of that. Uh, and a lot of housing, area, housing is going up to include low-cost housing. Uh, uh, we uh, were at least observers, like more so than others, about a trailer park in Leesburg is scheduled uh, to be uh, purchased and function changed, but uh, in fact now the purchaser wants to allow everybody to stay in the trailer park. So, mm -hmm. so activity, showing interest, being available to answer questions, uh, giving people the, the telephone number for their agency on aging uh, can lead to a lot of solutions. Mm -hmm. Any other questions or comments before we Adjourn. There being a, you know, I have a motion. Make a motion to adjourn the meeting until September. We have a motion and a second. Any opposition? Again, okay. <laughs> we are adjourned. Okay.